This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. The Pittsburgh Penguins defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Kyle Dubas Bowl by a final score of 3-2 on Saturday night. A nice bounce back from their loss 3-2 on Friday night to the Buffalo Sabres where they gave up a two-goal lead in the third period. We didn't talk about that one on the channel, but it was a game in which, you know, some old demons cropped up for the Pittsburgh Penguins blowing that third period lead, blowing a multiple goal third period lead against the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, it was, again, you know, some doubts coming from the fan base, especially when something like that happens so often as it has had for the past couple of seasons for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But they made sure it didn't happen on Saturday night as well. A 3-2 to two lead going into the third period and a 3-2 to two victory heading out of Saturday over the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Penguins, like I said, able to fend off those demons, fend off those third-period lead demons that were sneaking back in. And the Leafs, they certainly pressed, though. It wasn't a game in which the Penguins cruised to victory with that one-goal advantage. Leafs had 13 scoring chances over the Pittsburgh Penguins, three in that third period of play, and then they outshot the Penguins by a total of 12-3 in that third period. But the defense did a good job to limit the grade A scoring chances, they had six high danger scoring chances, did the Toronto Maple Leafs, but and even when they did get through with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Matthew Nyes, a good job by Tristan Jari to hold down the fort and get the Pittsburgh Penguins back on the winning track. As we'll talk about, it is huge for them to not allow winning streaks, or excuse me, allow losing streaks to extend past that two-game mark. Yes, you might fumble the bag in one game. You might lose back-to-back games, but you can't let losing streaks of three or more start to compound, especially when you're where the Pittsburgh Penguins are at at this point in the season. But let's get to our goal recap here on the Iceberg Recap Show. Pittsburgh Penguins gave up the first goal, which they have not done much this season. That one coming from Tyler Bertuzzi of the Toronto Maple Leafs. A nice pass off the pads from John Tavares who gets his 13th assist of the season. Morgan Riley gets in on the action as well with his 13th assist of the season. The Toronto Maple Leafs were up one to nothing in the first period. Couple shifts later, Jake Gensel opens it up for the Pittsburgh Penguins, ties this game with a tap in goal, his seventh goal of the season, a great pass to set him up from Drew O'Connor, who has spent his second consecutive game on that first line, gets his fourth assist of the season, and Sidney Crosby continues to fill up the score sheet, his 11th assist of the season there to tie things up. Shortly after that, it was a 2-1 advantage then for the Toronto Maple Leafs as they got back in front on a Matthew Nyes goal that looked pretty similar to what happened on the first goal. A pass off the pads from Callie Yarncroke gives it to Nyes, and Nyes makes no mistake getting his sixth goal of the season, and that is where things stood following the first period. Second 20 minutes, much better for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They played a really good game. They played well in the first period, but in the second 
second period, they were able to take advantage of their opportunities. Nolachari gets his second goal of the season, tying things up at two getting one against his former team. A good play by him to intercept the puck below the Toronto Maple Leafs net and just absolutely beat Joseph Wool of the Toronto Maple Leafs with a beautiful shot to get his second of the season and tie things up. Late in the second period, we thought maybe it'd be 2-2 two to two going into the third period, but the fourth line strikes again. A face-off win by Jeff Carter back to Chris Letang, who shuffles it over to Eric Carlson and makes no mistake. He sends a laser beam from the point for his sixth goal of the season. Latang gets his 10th assist on the year, hitting double digits in that step, uh, that category, excuse me. And Jeff Carter, on the score sheet for the first time this season, does get the face-off win. You know, if, if he's good for anything, it's winning face-offs, and that was a pivotal one there as the Penguins took a 3-2 lead into the third period. And like I mentioned earlier, that is where things stood as the game ends with a final score of Pittsburgh Penguins 3, Toronto Maple Leafs 2, Penguins get evened out on the season at 10-10 and 10 through 20 games. Certainly not where you'd want to be, but better than being 9-11, and 11, and certainly better than being anything worse than that. So the Penguins back even at 500 at the 20-game mark with a victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Big night for Jason Spezza, big night for Kyle Dubas, big night for Nola Chari, a big night, I guess, for Alex Nylander, the Nylander Bowl, which was uh, another storyline in this one. Neither of them get on the score sheet in this game, which is a good thing for the Penguins because Willie Nylander has been on fire to start this season. So a solid job by the Pittsburgh Penguins to get a victory over a pretty good Toronto Maple Leafs team that is currently ahead of them in the standings. You know, I get that they struggled against the three solid Metropolitan Division teams that they faced over the past week. But if you can beat teams above you in the standings, that's always a good sign and a good indicator that this team is better than where they currently stand in the Eastern Conference. Let's go to the three stars of the game in this one. Third star, I'm going to give it to Jake Gensel, not just because he opened the scoring for the Pittsburgh Penguins with his seventh goal of the season, but because he's been so good for the Pittsburgh Penguins all year. By doing it in a different way. Yes, seven goals is not a bad total through 20 games of the season for Jake Gensel, but he is supposed to be that perennial 30-goal scorer, that potential 40-goal scorer, and maybe eventually he breaks through and gets 51 season. But he hasn't been that lightning-in-a-bottle, finish-the-play type guy for the Pittsburgh Penguins this season. Sidney Crosby's been more of that guy. Jake Gensel has more in him in that particular area of the game, and I think we're starting to see that come on a little bit, and last night showed a little bit more of that. He now has had five shots in three of the past four games with six shots coming for him a couple games back, so he's starting to get shots on goal. He's starting to pull the trigger a little bit more, and with that will come more goals, and sometimes... It could be an easy goal like you saw today. A good play from Crosby to give it to O'Connor and a great patience and vision by Drew O'Connor to get Jake Gensel on the back door with absolutely no chance for Joseph Wool to make the save. But I think you're going to see Jake Gensel start to light the lamp a little bit more and it's going to come in bunches a little bit more than it has so far through the first 20 games. Second star of the game in this one, I'm giving it to Tristan Jari. Those first two goals were rough. I was I was 100% ready to come on here, my final thoughts, and bash Tristan Jari after seeing the first two goals. The rebound control is not there. It was not there early in this game, I should say. Tristan Jari, when you see the same goal happen twice, that's usually not a good indicator of how your goaltender is performing when he allows the same goal twice, especially when it's something like that where it's a pass off the pads and he's just not able to control it, not able to contain it, and it leads to a wide-open goal for the other team. So a rough start in this one, but as he's done a few times this season, he bounced back mid-game. 
He bounced back in a big way, too, against a solid team that has a lot of offensive firepower, shutting down the Leafs the rest of the way and making sure the Pittsburgh Penguins get the two points on Fifth Avenue. And really, in his last eight, I would say, and that dates back to the San Jose game where you could see a lot of Penguins start to turn the tide, start to turn it around. A lot of performance start to elevate a little bit more was with that San Jose game, and Tristan Jari is no exception to that. In his last eight performances since that night, Tristan Jari now has a record of 5-3 with a two-flat goals against average, a 9.34 save percentage, and has moved himself up into the top 10 in the National Hockey League in goals saved above expected. He's performed very well after a slow start and a shaky start to the season. The question with him has never been, can he get to the level that he's currently playing at? Because he can, and he's showing it once again. He can get to that level. The question becomes, can he continue to perform at that level? Can he find consistency at that level? Right now, we've seen a good eight-game stretch. We've seen good eight-game, ten-game stretches, especially in the months of November and the month of December. We've seen him perform very well. Can he do it once the calendar flips into January, February, March, and hopefully April, May, and maybe even June? But I think it's certainly a good sign that he's starting to pick up and starting to click on all cylinders. And it's a good sign, again, as I mentioned, I think a couple games ago, that even if he has a slow start, even if he gives up a bad goal or two bad goals, which was the case on Saturday night in this game, he can bounce back, he can get sharp, he can get that confidence and keep that confidence, which has been a big thing for him throughout his entire career. Solid performance from Tristan Jari, and it was huge for the Pittsburgh Penguins' victory. First star of the game, first time I'm giving it to him, Noel Achari, really starting to like the role that Noel Achari is carving out for himself with this Pittsburgh Penguins team. Honestly, as I'll talk about later this week, I really like what I'm seeing from both the third and the fourth line centers in Lars Eller and Noel Achari over the past couple of games. I think you're starting to see what Kyle Dubas has envisioned for them coming into this season, and it's starting to pay dividends. They're starting to get to their role. They're starting to play to their role in a very good way, and it's starting to help the Pittsburgh Penguins in massive ways. Obviously, you like to see when these guys score goals, even though, as Ryan Graves said a couple games ago, my primary job is not to come in here and score, but it's certainly nice when it happens. Well, same goes for the fourth line, especially at a guy in Nolachari who might be better off at wing, but is certainly starting to settle in at center for the Pittsburgh Penguins at that fourth line role. Has two goals in his last four games, and he's playing absolutely massive minutes on the penalty kill, which was huge again in this one. Three for three was the Penguins' shorthanded unit, and Nolachari played a major factor in that, especially now with Brian Rust out the past couple of games. Nolachari stepped up in a big way, even more so. So a solid performance for Nolachari against his former team, and you love to see the contributions coming from the bottom of the lineup. Final thoughts in this one. This was pivotal for the Pittsburgh Penguins to get this victory. Not just because you needed to bounce back from that blown third period lead on Friday night on Black Friday against the Buffalo Sabres. Because you hate when that happens because you felt like you at least should have gotten one point out of that in the standings. And points, the Penguins need an abundance right now. They need to start stacking wins. They need to start stacking points to make sure that they're in a better position in the standings once the next tentpole mark of the season comes up, which is pretty much New Year's Day. Now that we've gotten past Thanksgiving, now that we're at the quarter mark of the season here, or at least almost at some point in the next game, we'll officially hit the one quarter mark of the season, but they need to start stacking points, especially considering the slow start they had in October. But while they are in a precarious position and they did get a couple of really good wins over the Las Vegas Golden Knights over the Colorado Avalanche 
it's nice to beat teams ahead of you in the standings. And like I mentioned earlier, you cannot allow losing streaks to surpass two games. You want to get winning streaks of three plus, you certainly want to avoid losing streaks of three plus. And that's the thing with the Pittsburgh Penguins last season. They had plenty of times where they won on three, four, even five game winning streaks last season, but they had just as many three, four, five, and a couple of seven game losing streaks, which at the end of the season, it put them in a position where they were going to miss the playoffs and they ended up missing the playoffs. This year, they, did, they were able to stop the bleeding at two games in this one. They need to continue to do that as the season progresses. So it's pivotal that the Penguins are able to continue to perform at that level. Up next for the Pittsburgh Penguins, they head to Smashville to take on the Predators Tuesday night. Start time is a little bit later. I believe it's an 8 o'clock start in Nashville. So we'll get to see the Pittsburgh Penguins take off against the Western Conference opponent in which they've been very good this season against the West. So let's see if that continues on Tuesday as they take on the Nashville Predators. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. <laughs>